Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome. So my name is Catherine. I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast, and I'm very excited to be here. I am actually live streaming on multiple platforms. So this is super cool. I'm actually, I want to say a shout out to everybody. I am on TikTok. I am also on um, Clubhouse, and I'm also on YouTube. So let's get this started. So today I am going through the astrology dates for November. So who is ready to be into this area of transition for the month of November? I feel like the month of um, October and, you know, we're still going, but we definitely saw the area of the shadow. We definitely saw the area of the eclipses kind of play out. A lot of healing was involved with the month of October. And if you weren't centered around healing, you probably got into this area where it felt almost too much, right? Like the energy felt really too much. And then now you are kind of set in this space where you're like, what? <laughs> what is going on, right? Like what is fully going on? Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to be honest, November's astrology dates definitely has a lot of the same key elements. It has a lot of the same key players. We also have a lot of transitions with a lot of different zodiacs. Um, and it is affecting a lot of the area of relationships and it's kind of, starting off with a bang <laughs> the month of November. I wish I could tell you guys that the month of November wasn't going to be so centered in a lot of frustration, healing, karmic energy coming back up, but it is. And we're just going to have to work through it and we're just going to have to kind of deal with it, right? So that's that's what we're going to have to do, right? Even though sometimes the astrology and the astrological placements do seem almost like brutal, it's for it's for our area of growth and it's for our area of transition. So let's let's get into it. And we definitely have some key players. Um, we have a lot of area with the Scorpios still. We also have a lot of area with Taurus. Libras and Aquariuses definitely in the beginning of the month. And then of course, towards around the middle of the month, we're going to see some change with um, the Sagittarius definitely coming in. So let's talk about some of these dates, okay? Because 
the beginning um, right now, today is actually the day that Mars has gone direct in, um, I mean, has gone retrograde in Gemini. So it is the start of the Mars retrograde, which for some, some, especially for the Scorpios, the Geminis, uh, the Aries, and the Virgos and the Taurus, it might actually be an area where we're going to want to have that space of release. We're also going to want to have that space of quieting our throat chakra. So if we feel like we've almost been like talking too much, or we've been in a place where it's just not moving forward, it's probably because of the space of the the um the current alignment right the current alignment with a lot of the saturn a lot of the gemini and a lot of the and a lot of the mars energy is kind of setting us back it's going a little bit quieter so i'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen to kanye <laughs> is kanye going to stop talking so much <laughs> like or is he still going to be on this high energy moment, which I just actually just checked his Instagram and he's still going, um, now going on and on. So for most Geminis, if we feel like our communication is becoming overwhelming to others and becoming overwhelming to, um, ourselves, we're actually going to want to retreat and we're actually going to want to decrease our communication and do a silence of the throat chakra. We're definitely going to want to do a silence of the throat chakra energy through this, especially with the Mars going retrograde in Gemini. For the Aries, um, this is going to affect you in this place where maybe you were feeling very assertive in starting communication with the people, but or with your relationships. And now you're seeing that's kind of unwinding into a different space. It's kind of unwinding into the space where it doesn't feel so like you even want to talk to them, right? So for the Aries, definitely relax. Um, taking that honey tea, taking that lemon, just taking that space where you're able to kind of let it go and let that flow go. Okay, so let's really address November because the Mars retrogrades going to continue. And in all honesty, I feel like it is going to be an area of relaxation um, for most people, especially with the throat and the communication. We're going to need to take that chill, right? So we're going to need to take that chill. November 5th, the start of the week, we automatically have a high transition on the relationships. We have Venus in Scorpio, opposition in Uranus with um, Taurus. So what this is creating is this energy of the old spacing coming back up. The energy of the roots and the background is kind of coming back full forward. A lot of us are going to be questioning where we feel in our relationships, uh, where we feel that emotion, where we feel that dynamic in the relationships. This is expected for the whole first week of November. Um, and everything that felt very much centered in a next step might also feel like it's taking a step back. 
Also, we're going to see some more tension, especially in the financial area, especially with the Venus in Scorpio um, opposing Uranus and Taurus. So we're going to see that. We might even see something happen with um, something on the stock market. Or, I mean, it's obvious that we are headed for either recession, inflation is just hitting us, right? It's just hitting most of the population. And we're going to continue to feel that energy like what was once $10 is now $20. And we're going to continue to feel that cycle. On November 6th, this is another day that is going to be very hard on the relationships. Um, November 6th, we have Venus and Scorpio square Saturn and Aquarius. So this is actually a day where, um, we're going to have some disappointments. We're also going to have some area where we thought we moved past some of the relationship healing. We thought that we really went in that area where it felt, um, like it felt like we were moving forward, but then that old energy kind of pops back up. And also with the Saturn, it is going to be hitting the area of responsibilities with the relationships. So the ones who are going to really feel it the most are definitely the Libras, Taurus, Scorpio, Capricorns, and Aquariuses. I'm sorry, guys. I know I told you this month for November is a lot of energy in this space of reflection, healing, and we are going to see a dynamic with our relationships. And, you know, the Scorpio and the Taurus are going to be key players to a lot of transits for a long time. It's it's going to be continuing on to 2023. Um, and same with Aquarius. So Aquarius, Scorpios, and Taurus, you guys are going to get, you know, 20... 23 is going to definitely have that new movement, that new change, that new area is going to continue to go. Also on November 8th, this is really um, the day that everybody's going to be um, talking about, right? But like I said, for many people who know me, I'm not a huge um, manifester when it comes towards um, eclipses. If it's a solar, if it's a lunar, it doesn't really necessarily matter. You can create quiet intentions and you can create, um, area where it feels a little bit more subtle, but it shouldn't be like an outright intention. That's like a full on ritual. Like it's a full on, you know, I need this. I want this. I have to have this right. It should feel a little bit more like a step practice, an area where you might be reevaluating maybe intentions of the past that weren't fulfilled or intentions of the past that maybe seemed more very hard to obtain, but you're still kind of like reflecting on them, right? Like you're like, you know, I really wanted to start this business or I really wanted to um, start a blog or I really wanted to start a new relationship and just give it some reflection. You, you don't necessarily have to create these screaming out loud intentions when we have a full moon, but the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus is going to be a area of where some of us aren't going to feel safe in our spaces of 
foundation, our energy of our root chakra, our energy of anxiety might be a little bit up. Um, if this happens, I really recommend grounding and clearing your atmosphere. So this would also be like a really good time to clear your space, to get rid of old things that don't necessarily um, need to be in the home anymore or uh, old relationships that don't necessarily need to be um, given so much energy to, right? It's also an area where um, you might want to look at what it is that has the most possession to you and see why does this possession mean so much, right? Is it sentimental value? Is it area of worth? Is it area of, um, of you had to work so hard to achieve it? And look at it and see where can you create more value that has um, a better a better area towards you on the long run, right? So we have to think about this full moon as really hitting us in the root center that if we are going to continue to grow and we're going to continue to move, we want to do it in a way where it's going to benefit us, right? So we want to benefit that roots and kind of clear that area where we don't feel so uncertain. Then following um, that, we also have the sun in Scorpio that conjuncts Mercury in Scorpio. So this is also a day where some truth might be exposed. <laughs> Um, you know, the Scorpio is all about mystery and the Scorpio is really that dynamic of a sign that is centered in that mysteriousness, right? It's really centered in that mysteriousness. So if you are ready for the truth to really come out and that's personal truth, that is also truth in relationships. If you're ready for that and you're really ready to acknowledge that you don't want to live in this confused shadow or you don't want to live in this confused area where it feels like you're being blinded or it feels like you are confused, definitely address that. Address your third eye, address any intuitions that you're having that just aren't sitting right with you. And that is on November 8th. Like I said, there's a lot of tension with relationships, personal and also um, external relationships. So this can be with business. This could be with your partner. This could be um, mother, daughter. This could be just in the family unit as home, siblings. There's a lot of tension with relationships in the first beginning of the week. Uh, also, one of the days that I really do want to focus on is um, the following day. On November, 19th, on November 9th, the sun in Scorpio is in opposition with Uranus in Taurus. We're going to see something that's going to really make us feel like there is a, like something's kind of like rattling our feathers, right? Um, and I'm not exactly sure what it's going to be. Like I said, you know, astrologers look at what's happened in the past, what what the zodiac means, what the planetary alignment means with this um, opposition. I'm not exactly sure what is going to happen, but it might make us feel uneasy, right? Um, the following days after the ninth or right around the ninth. 
it might be really centered with communication on a whole level. And that's also because we have Mercury and Scorpio square Saturn in Aquarius as well. But when this happens, I want everybody to really take in those breaths of knowing that you're safe, right? And knowing that we can't live in an area space of fear. We can't live in an area space of feeling anxious and feeling unstable. Um, one of the worst things is living in a space where we feel that we have to constantly be protecting ourselves, right? We have to constantly be protecting the people we love. We have to constantly be protecting um, our surroundings. We have to constantly protect just our atmosphere, Yes, we can be protective. Yes, we can be knowledgeable and we can check our surroundings and we can be in a space that feels safe, but don't let something or an event um, take you back to an area where you felt very unsafe and you felt like you um, have no control because we do have control and we want to live our life in a way that feels and is enjoyable, right? So I just wanted to acknowledge that, that if there's something that rattles your feathers, um, really makes you question your areas of um, safety and stability and foundation around November 9th, just know that you are safe, you are rooted, um, you are centered. Taking that area away from you leaving certain situations is all our right. Um, but don't live in an area of fear because as many of you guys know, <laughs> I, you know, all my listeners and people who follow me through my podcast know that in the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I was extremely scared because of where I worked because I worked in the emergency room and blah, blah, blah. And I was scared, you know, oh my gosh, am I going to um, basically die doing this, you know, um, but we don't want to put us ourselves in that area where we feel so uncertain. Also, a lot of it, I think, is going to be with communication and also with trust. So we have to trust our own communication and we have to really trust our own area. Also, um, another day that I really want to talk about, and I will be honest, <laughs> The first two weeks of November, I mean, it is what it is, right? Um, it is what it is. We can't um, make we can't make people like us. We can't make people get along with us. We can't make people um, feel like they have to do something. Um, it is what it is. All we can do is move in the motion. We can move in the area of knowing that. We are living in our divine path, and if others choose to live in this path with us, that's what they choose. Oh, you know, we can't force anybody to stay with us. We can't force anybody to work with us. We can't force any of this area. On November 11th, we have Sun in Scorpio squared Saturn in Aquarius. This is going to be really that day that we are going to overcome some of the obstacles, right? It's going to feel like the obstacles are really centered on us. And it's going to feel like the obstacles are really kind of like holding us in this area where they just don't don't fully 
engage, right? They don't fully engage in who we are, what we're here for, and what we're here to show. They're going to feel more like it's all, like this constant battle, right? And it's almost like um, the Ten of Wands, right? If for those who know, um, or the Tower um, card, for those who know Tarot, the, the Ten of Wands and the Tower always show this uphill battle, this uphill area where we feel almost like overwhelmed. But in all honesty, it's not that we're overwhelmed. It's just because we're in this center space where there might be conflict and there might be other egos. And when egos get bruised, we really feel that that emotion, right? So just be mindful that the most impossible obstacles actually do get um, established as somewhere where you can succeed from, right? The most uh, obstacles do actually become just that, and they're an obstacle. It's nothing that is going to prevent you from growth. It's just right now it feels overwhelming. So that is right around uh, November 11th is the sun in Scorpio square Saturn and Aquarius. And this is really going to happen on a collective level. So that is something to (laughs) not really look forward to. But the following day is a beautiful day. We have November 12th, Mercury in Scorpio trines Neptune in Pisces. So this is a good day to really, really sit in your intuition, right? This is the day you're going to want to do those um, throat chakra healings. You're going to want to do the third eye opening. You're going to want to be centered in your meditative state. You're going to be want to be centered in your intuition. You're going to want to be honest with where you feel that you are thriving and where you also feel like you can accomplish some of your dreams, possibly dreams that you've let go of, right? And we have to trust that we are signing an agreement with ourselves, right? We're signing an agreement with ourselves that we are going to live in our divine center. So that's a good day for that. Also on November 13th, we have um, Venus in Scorpio sextiles, Pluto in Capricorn. So this is actually a good day to look at how you are feeling with your business, with your job, Um, not necessarily so much with the relationship, but this is actually the relationship of your business and where you get the center of wealth and income and prosperity. So you're going to want to look at that and look at your financial matters. Also look at some of the goals you might have towards your finances. Look at what it is that you really desire as your area of work, as your area of um, of bringing in the revenue, right? Like, are you desiring to start a business? Are you desiring to move from a different business? Are you desiring to maybe quit your job and go somewhere else? Are you desiring to um, have a different type of rebirth of your finances, a different type of rebirth of how you get your income? Also on, um, 
let's see, what is, November 14th is another beautiful trine with Neptune. Um, the Neptune and Pisces magic. And then also now that we have Jupiter back in Pisces for the next uh, 50 something days, it really brings this area of making the dreams full forward, making that area where we aren't living in our disillusions, but we're really living in our illusion state. We're living in our dream state, our dream center. So we have Sun in Scorpio trying Neptune in Pisces, which is a creative day to really jump into our creative space of the sacral um, chakra and also of the third eye and the crown. So we're going to want to take decisions towards expressing ourselves, expressing ourselves from our dream state, expressing ourselves from our goal state, and really kind of bring that full forward. Also, uh, another day that I want to talk about is um, November 15th, which we have Venus inter Sagittarius. So this is going to be a fun day for whatever areas that kind of got really ruffled in the beginning of the month with the relationship. So if the relationship was just not going well in the beginning of the month, this is kind of going to be that area where we're going to repair it. Also, the relationships are going to feel very like new and passionate and more growth worthy, right? Like we're, that area of expansion um, of the Sagittarius, that, that whole Jupiter energy of the Sag of growth and really having that distinctive style of bringing it all forward, right? Of, um, of love is going to feel, we're going to feel it again, especially with the Venus energy with it combined with Venus. So it's definitely a day to like express how you feel with your loved one. It's definitely a day to let somebody know Know that like you're thinking of them, um, take that relationship to uh, new areas, take that relationship to different spaces if that is something that is kind of um, on your horizon. Also on um, November 17th, Mercury enters Sagittarius. So Sagittarius um, placements, you're really going to be feeling this energy, um, especially with the Sag. We're going to see more of the Sagittarius kind of lining up in these astrological alignments, which is beautiful. I think Sagittarius is um, are such a dynamic zodiac. They really have a lot of beautiful traits to them, um, energy that they bring from within out. So this is actually a perfect time for you to step into your ideas, communication, and we don't want to be so blunt with our communication. I feel like sometimes maybe with the Sagittarius's, they kind of have that energy that just comes out like full forward, right? It's just like, bam, this is how I feel. And if you don't like it, that's too bad for you, right? So we're going to want to kind of like soften our communication, especially the sun is still with Scorpio, right? And even though Scorpios are very fiery, even though they are water signs, they are very fire zodiacs. They're kind of a little bit, um, softer around the edges when it comes to their um, communication of how they feel, where Sagittarius might just blurt it out, right? So we actually want to still kind of be in that that sun energy of the Scorpio when we are looking at our relationships and 
in the communication style with Mercury entering Sagittarius. Then on November 18th, we have a Sun in Scorpio sextiles, Pluto in Capricorn. So this is a day to really... If you're feeling so blah from the Mars retrograde and you're feeling like your assertiveness, your area of um, taking the first step, the area of starting new projects is just really stuck, right? Like we're like, oh my gosh, it's just so stuck right now. I just can't move past this. Um, I just feel like I'm stagnated. Like where's all my fire, right? Um, I'm not speaking my mind. I'm not sharing how I feel. I'm just feeling blah. This is actually a good day to kind of take that back, right? Take out that area of rebirth, that area of just saying that chapter's closed. It's dead to me. I'm no longer focused on it. Um, Close the book. Move past it take the first step to have that rebirth energy. Also, it's the perfect time to express how you feel, um, especially in the work, uh, work at home, meaning with the parental or family unit. If you are um, still living with like your parents and maybe you're just feeling like, ah, it's too many rules or, you know, they're giving me so much responsibility. I don't know, whatever, you know, but you are going to want to express that with people, but you want to do it in a way that is approachable. Um, It is also a good time to look at your own successes and your own achievements and what it is that you really want to achieve and continue to grow in. Also on, uh, (laughs) on, on Mar on November 19th, Mars in Gemini squares Neptune in Pisces. And um, Mars will be in retrograde. So it won't be so um, so abrupt. It will feel a little bit slower and a little bit more of an energy that is softer, but it also has that distinction that you have to really fight for your dreams. And what you see as something, not everybody might see it, right? So you have to really fight for it. You have to stand your ground and continue to move forward with it. Um, you have to really have that energy where you want to be on that area of movement, right? Where you want to be on that area of success and achievement. So that's something that you will have to do is fight for it, right? You don't want to give that up. Um, also on November 20th, this is Sun in Scorpio trines Jupiter in Pisces. So this is a good time for you to do like a pay it forward, right? You're going to want to really show gratitude for where you're at in your own successes, where you're at in your higher self. Um, This could be something like getting somebody a coffee, right? At the coffee shop. This can be just saying like gratitude in the morning, what you are grateful for. 
Also, this can be an area where you structure your affirmations towards really understanding that you are on this area that feels good, right? It should feel good. If it doesn't feel good where you're at, then you need to really look at what it is that is causing this conflict. Um, Also, you want to acknowledge that sometimes everybody can't be in that same space that you're in, right? Sometimes it's harder for people to be where you're at right now. But since you are in this area space that feels good, you're going to want to share that energy with other people. Also, um, we have Vesta enters Pisces on the same day. So it's really that area where we're going to want to let our subconscious of our gratitude come full forward where other people get to experience that energy as well. Also on November 21st, um, we have Mercury in Sagittarius conjuncts Venus in Sagittarius. So this is actually a good time for some blind dates. (laughs) Um, This is also a good time to meet up uh, with friends, family, have some fun, get a little bit more on the social aspect. We're going to want to bring of communication. Maybe, you know, we can't get out, right? We can't actually go out and get out. So what we are going to want to do is maybe do a face chat or get on a Zoom call, but we really want to spend it with people that we enjoy being around. So it is definitely a day to socialize and to have that um, area space. On November 22nd, sun enters Sagittarius, so Scorpio season is over. And the sun entering Sagittarius is really about being in our adventure space, right? Being in our full forward steps as we're using our lucky abundance and growth energy to kind of move us through the next elements, right? A lot of us might have a hard time during uh, the winter months, also Christmas blues, um, holiday blues, whatever, you know, you celebrate, it might feel a little bit, um, overwhelming. Take that time to really understand that you don't have to give everything to everybody. You don't have to be everywhere for everybody. So look at that area where for the next few weeks, I think for the next, you know, month to really look at that area and say, I know I'm going to have to tell some people no, right? Like Sagittarius is (laughs) some of them, but most of them, they're not really like people pleasers, right? So I'm going to have to tell some people I, yeah, I can't make it or I can't do this or I'm going to have to say no and live in that energy, live in that energy that you're able to focus on what's best for you, especially for the, the big picture, right? Um, Then on November 23rd, we have the new moon in Sagittarius. Yay! And this moon is not tied to an eclipse. So for those who follow me, I say don't do a lot of manifesting um, outward intentions, very high vibration intentions during eclipse season. Really, we're going to want to use that area for recovery. Um, shadow work and stepping into that space that feels almost overwhelming, but we want to reflect on it, right? That's the whole point of eclipses is to reflect on that energy. 
of that. Sometimes it's reflecting on grief and grief's very hard energy. And we're going to want to replace that grief energy back with love. So this, um, this November 23rd new moon in Sagittarius, all about being optimistic, right? We're going to want to structure some of that area of optimism, um, high vibes, good vibes, feeling good and gratitude really back into our area that has us wanting to create more, wanting to expand more, wanting to grow more, um, wanting to be full forward in our state, wanting to be full forward in our center and expanding. So yes, we are going to be so centered on creating intentions, clearing, and um, if we need to release, release. I always say if you feel like something is holding you back and you need to do a clearing session before setting an intention, please do so because you don't want to create like a block or you don't want to create any limiting self-beliefs if you're still centered in that clearing space. On November 23rd, we have Jupiter goes direct in Pisces. Yay! <laughs> so that lucky energy is back with our higher self. Um, for many people, they might actually be feeling a lot of inspiration this year. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with um, Jupiter being in Pisces. A lot of people are centered around their healing journey. They're centered around their spiritual sense. They're centered in this space that feels like lucky in the cosmos, right? Um, there's always somebody new who's like buying their first astrology book. <laughs> there's always somebody new who's like signing up for that area where they're diving into the unknown, right? They're diving into the unexplained and the higher power. They're really kind of diving into that area of feeling one with their decisions and feeling one with their center. And I think a lot of people have been centered around spirituality and finding their own mechanisms of healing because of distrust with maybe um, organized religions or distrust with um, people uh, that are in a collective. So when we are on the center where it's coming from within, and we have this area that really feels good because Jupiter is such an amazing planet. It's really such a beautiful planet. Um, just having that area that lets us know that we're on the right track, right? We're on this right area that feels that feels like, yeah, I'm making right decisions. Yeah, I am really seeing my manifestations. I'm seeing my intentions kind of coming full forward. So I'm excited to have Jupiter going direct. Um, healing, right? We can never do enough healing, right? We can never do enough inspiration and a center around moving forward and taking the next step. On November 28th, we have Mars in Gemini trying Saturn in Aquarius, which in all honesty, um, this is an area for you to pay tribute to what you've achieved, um, what you've achieved with the community, what you've achieved with the collective circle. Give yourself a praise. Um, really, you know, put yourself 
inward, put yourself where you are reflecting on that you are very successful and that you are centered in a space that helps others, right? Um, This is really what it's about. It's not always about like receiving, right? Um, A lot of people have a hard time um, receiving from others, but Receiving's beautiful, right? Because people are paying you or giving gratitude for something that you have delivered to them. But it's also about giving. And when we give and we share and we share this energy outward, it really puts us in this alignment where we can share it with the collective, right? We can share it with the collective community. We could share it with our family. We can share it. So just um, have that area where you are really paying tribute to yourself for helping others and letting others learn and be in that space. On November 29th, we have a Mercury in Sagittarius sextiles with Saturn in Aquarius. So this is a, um, this is a good day, um, for us to let go of, let go of that area where we feel that we can't express how we're seeing our responsibilities, how we're receiving our area with other people. Um, It's also a good day to be honest with ourselves and with the people in our circles to say like, I, I, you know, I just cannot do it all. I really can't like, I can't do all this stuff and still um, be there for you maybe for um, something else, right? I just can't do all this stuff. Um, I just can't. I've tried and I just feel like it's overwhelming and it's putting me in a structure that I can't move forward or I feel very stagnant in. So it's also a good time to acknowledge that, but it's also a good time to look for a strategy. If for whatever reason, we just cannot let go of our responsibilities, right? Like we have bills, (laughs) we have um, stuff to pay for, so we just can't let go of it. So it's going to be the time that we think of the strategy of how we can succeed it where it works right with us, right? especially with that Mercury and Sagittarius. So the things that felt very um, uncommunicatable, like we aren't able to express it, now with it being in Sagittarius, we're actually going to be able to. Also, it's going to be more on a collective circle because it is with Saturn in Aquarius. And Saturn right now is in its home, right? It's in its, um, its area of return. It's with Aquarius. So that energy of responsibility of of constriction and limitations are really kind of coming on the collective and we can see that right as the um as the retrograde ended that it felt kind of like this whoo i mean i walked in the grocery store and everything seemed almost like 30 dollars more than what it was uh just a month ago 
So that lets us know that Saturn is putting this area of restriction back on the collective, back on the community. I told many people in the beginning, um, I started doing these astrology updates to start to try to grow your food, right? Start to try to um, see where you can save because this energy was coming and this energy is going to continue to continue um, all the way till about 2024. Um, so let's see, what is another day that I really want to acknowledge? November 30th, we have Palace Retrograde Interest um, Cancer. So that is a, ash, a little asteroid that is um, going to help us use our emotion in we're not going to feel maybe as high emotionally as we did. Use this energy to um, find something for yourself that lets you dive into your emotions without them feeling so um, strenuous. So if that's reading a book, reading poetry, really look at it like that. And for people who are centered on more of like a sensitive stance and there's nothing, you know, I'm extremely sensitive, <laughs> you know, like, I, you know, I try not to look at the bad YouTube comments because I don't want to cry, you know, so um, look at it at a place where you understand that this is who you are, right? And find something that can bring you that healing uh, within. So if that's reading poetry, a book, writing lyrics, whatever it is that really brings that outward in, um, go ahead and do that and um, take time to be with your emotions. Also on November 30th, um, we have Venus in Sagittarius opposing Mars and Gemini. So the two planets that are structured off of love and uh, war, that dynamic of the feminine and the masculine, is definitely going to have some drama. <laughs> the passions, the two very assertive passions are going to come to this area where it's going to feel like a little bit of a combunction of a area that... Um, feels kind of like a little battle, right? So definitely be mindful with your communication, especially because Mars is still in Gemini. So try not to say um, things out of, uh, like things out of, because you're so upset that it's coming out like you hate somebody, but you don't. But since you're just very emotional and it's a high energy moment. So just be mindful of the words because, you know, words do tend to still leave damage, right? Um, also be centered in your relationships of the growth. So if you feel like the relationship isn't growing and if it isn't expanding, you're going to want to address that. Um, you're definitely going to want to address that with the person that you're with. Also, it might also be an amazing day to acknowledge the passion, right? Acknowledge that um, it is a very passionate relationship. It is a very um, cosmic and chemistry-based relationship. And if everything is in the right format to really take that further, then you should. Um, so, 
just because we have these two dynamics of Venus in Sagittarius um, opposing Mars in Gemini doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be all drama. It's going to be all war. It's going to be all um, anger in the relationship. It might actually be um, some amazing passion in the relationship. So you just have to really evaluate that, but make sure you get out what it is that you need to say in a, a way that doesn't feel hurtful or doesn't feel too aggressive, especially to the other person. So if you're living in love, live in love. If you're living in war, just end it. <laughs> and I want to thank everybody who hopped in um, this room and everybody who hopped in on the YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And everybody have an amazing day. And if you did not hear it, you can listen to the replay or watch the video again. Bye.